Betsy Tacy by Maud Hart Lovelace, Chapter Eight, Easter Eggs. Julia and Katie were nice sometimes. They were nice when it came time to color Easter eggs. That happened a few days before Easter. It seemed to be still winter. There was lots of snow outside, and coal still went rattling into the back parlor stove. But Betsy and Tacy knew that spring was near. All of a sudden, they didn't care a bit about sliding downhill on their sleds. All they could think or talk about was coloring Easter eggs. They colored the eggs in Betsy's kitchen. Tacy's little sister Beatrice was sick. She was B, the baby, and she was very sick. Mrs. Ray kept Tacy. Oops. Mrs. Ray kept Katie and Tacy over at her house all she could. Julia and Katie put on big aprons and acted important, but not too important. They let Betsy and Tacy help coloring the eggs. First, they collected all the cups they could find, which had handles missing and cracks along the sides. Then they dissolved the dye in warm water from the kettle, each color in a different cup. The eggs were placed in the cups for a while, and when they were taken out, they were red or purple or orange. The colors were so bright; it was thrilling to look at them. On Easter morning, everyone ate as many eggs as he could. At Betsy's house, they did. I ate three," said Betsy when Tacy came running over to ask, "and my papa ate five. I ate three too," said Tacy, "and last year my brother George ate ten, but this year nobody paid much attention to eggs at our house except Katie and Paul and me. That was because Baby B was sick. They went to church though from Tacy's house. Everyone in the family went except Tacy's mother, who stayed home with B, and Tacy had a new hat, navy blue, because she had red hair. It was straw and showed her ears and had stiff gay flowers on the top. Betsy had a new hat which looked much the same, and she went to church too with her father and mother and Julia. Her mother sang in the choir, and the church smelled of lilies. Betsy liked Easter. She liked it especially after church, for Katie and Tacy came to dinner. They had chicken, and everyone was very well behaved. After dinner, they sat by the back parlor stove and played with their colored eggs. Katie and Katie and Tacy were to stay until they were called for. By and by, it grew dark. Mrs. Ray said, "Wouldn't it be fun if they could stay all night? Katie could sleep with Julia and Tacy with Betsy." But after supper, Mr. Kelly came over. "Thank you very much," he said. "But Mrs. Kelly wants the children home." Tacy put her colored eggs into the pocket of her coat. She went home, and the next day she didn't come over. She didn't come over the next day, nor the next, for Baby B died. Betsy's father and mother went to the funeral. Betsy was very lonesome for Tacy. The next morning she went out early before anyone was up. She often went out early in the summer time. Tacy did too, but it was strange going out early at this time of year. Betsy dressed all in her warm clothes, just as she knew she should. She dressed without waking Julia, and she stole down the stairs without waking her father and mother. And she got her coat and hood and overshoes and mittens out of the back parlor closet, and put them on softly, and went softly out of the side kitchen door. The lilac bush stood by that door. It didn't seem to be awake. The snow which had melted yesterday had frozen in the night, and it hadn't come unfrozen yet. Everything in Hill Street seemed to be waiting for the sun. The trees and houses waited in a dim gray light. Behind the white house, which stood on the big hill, the sky was colored pink. Betsy walked over to Tacy's house and looked at the upstairs windows. 
Tacy must have known that Betsy would come over. After a while she came out of the house. She too had gotten up without waking a soul. She had put on everything warm, the way she knew her mamma would want her to. Her coat and hood and overshoes and mittens. She even had her scarf tied around her neck. She and Betsy looked at each other, and then they started walking. "'What shall we do?' asked Tacy. "'Let's climb a tree,' said Betsy. It wasn't the time of year for climbing trees, but Betsy and Tacy were great tree climbers, so they climbed a tree. They didn't climb Betsy's backyard maple, which was their favorite tree to climb. They went up the big hill until they found a tree with branches low enough to reach, and they climbed that and sat there. Somewhere a bird was singing a little up and down. Whoops! Somewhere a bird was singing a little up and down song. They couldn't see him, but they could hear him. His busy up and down song was the only sound in the world. Hill Street was still sleeping, but the color in the sky was spreading. Gold sticks in the shape of a fan were sticking up over the hill. After a while, Tacy said, "It smelled like Easter in the church. Bee looked awful pretty." She had candles all around her. Did she? asked Betsy. But my mamma felt awful bad, said Tacy. Betsy said nothing. Of course, said Tacy. You know that B has only gone to heaven. Oh, of course, said Betsy. But Tacy's lip was shaking. That made Betsy feel queer, so she said quickly, "Heaven's awful nice." Is it? asked Tacy, looking toward her. Her eyes were big and full of trouble. Yes, said Betsy. It's like that sunrise. In fact, she added, that's it. We can't see it during the day, but early in the morning they let us have a peek. It's pretty, said Tacy, staring. Those gold sticks you see, those are the candles, said Betsy. There's a gold-colored light all the time, and there are harps to play on. They're something like pianos, but you don't need to take any lessons. You just know how to play. Bee's having a good time up there," said Betsy, looking up into the sky. Tacy looked too. Can she see us? Of course she can see us. She's looking down right now, and I'll tell you what tickles Bee. She knows all about heaven, and we don't. She's younger than we are, but she knows something we don't know. Isn't that funny? She's just a baby, and she knows more than we do. And more than Julia and Katie do," said Tacy. Even more than our fathers and mothers do," said Betsy. "It's funny when you come to think of it." She's a long way from home, though," said Tacy. "But she gets all the news," said Betsy. "Do you know how she gets it? Why, from the birds. They fly up there and tell her how you are and what you're all doing down at your house." And just at that moment, the little up and down song stopped, and there flew past them, going right up the hill, a robin redbreast. He was the first robin they had seen that spring, and he was as red as a red Easter egg. He flew up the hill fast, as though he knew where he was going. He's going to see B, of course, Betsy said. He'll be back in a minute. Tacy put her hand in her pocket, and it touched the colored Easter eggs she had brought from Betsy's house. Betsy, she said, do you suppose he'd take one of these Easter eggs to B? Of course he would, said Betsy. The only trouble is how to give it to him. She looked about her. She looked up, and high up in the tree was a nest. It was a big ragged nest. It looked as though it had been there all winter, but it was a nest. It was a bird's house. Give me the egg, she said. Which one are you sending? The purple one, said Tacy. It's the prettiest. 
"'I'll put it up in that nest,' said Betsy. "'The robin can take it up in his mouth.' So Betsy took the purple egg, and she put it in the pocket of her coat, and she climbed up the tree, higher than she had ever gone before. She didn't look down. She looked up instead. She held on tight with her arms to the rough trunk of the tree, and she felt for the branches with her feet. She climbed to the very top of the tree, and put the purple egg in the nest. "'There,' she said when she came back to Tacy. B will like that egg. They scrambled down the tree and skipped down the hill. The sunrise was almost finished. A pale, surprised light was spreading over Hill Street. Smoke was coming out of kitchen chimneys here and there. Dying those Easter eggs was fun, said Tacy. Yes, said Betsy, and I saved the dye. Mama was going to throw it out, but I teased her, and she let me have it. What will we do with it? asked Tacy. I don't know exactly. "'But something, you'll see.' "'So they skipped down the big hill to breakfast. "'They were hungry, too, "'and for once no one was calling, "'Betsy! and Tacy! "'No one was awake to call.'" End of chapter 8 Read by Kara Schallenberg www.kray.org On Wednesday, June 3, 2015 In San Diego, California